Hello and welcome to episode 28 of GameSpot After Dark, your weekly video game podcast where we drink beer and sometimes talk about video games. This week joining me is Lucy James. Hello. Callie Plaguey. Hi. And John Luke Seipke. Chug, <laughs> so he chugged his beer. So if you're listening to audio, I'm very sorry. No. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that, that's why we, you know, drink and then kind of talk about video it's 420 games. 420 on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Callie. I feel bad. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Well, anyway, how's everyone doing? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> John Luke is reaching for another beer. What yep. a chaotic start to a podcast. I know. <laughs> so much. Um,. Yeah, so last night I was trying to exfoliate my face using a single blade facial razor. It's all the rage in skincare. Seen him on TikTok. Big skincare trend right now. And I had a lot of dry skin because the heat in my house has been on. And I ended up slicing my thumb open and I almost passed out. Oh my God. So that was pretty fun. Um, it's doing better today, but at first I was really freaked out because I was like, that's a lot of blood. I don't know how deep I cut it. And then I... Um, had to sit down mm. in the bathroom like <gasps> <laughs> so that's you know that's your week in a in a nutshell it's it's good it's not in a place where it's going to interfere with my gaming ability oh that's good it's that's, interfering with my texting ability that's though. what's important though yeah, yeah it's really like i could play pokemon just fine it's just i can't really text quickly so that always be my that always be my big concern whenever i injure a finger or something like that like i remember st- in swim team one time i like, collided with someone else's hand and like i think i messed up my thumb or something i, I think i fractured or something like that and my biggest concern was that i wasn't gonna be able to play video games i've broken my arm a toe and each ankle four times oh my god touch wood i mean that's not wood i think that's some kind of fake this wood. might be wood. this might be wood Touch wood, uh, never broken a bone. If you're listening, touch wood. <laughs> uh, never broken a bone. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Can we talk about that email that went out today? We got an, a PR email that, uh, first of all, I did not receive, and you will understand why in a second. You were so upset that you didn't get it. Yeah, because the subject line of the email was, show us your meat, <laughs> comma, and then the, the recipient's name. So it was like, show us your meat. Alessandro, show us your meat, Michael. And I was like, interesting that they didn't send me the show me, show us your meat. Show us I didn't get one either. Subject I didn't yeah. get it. I, just think I didn't like, get it. I used to be on Pornhub's um, email press list, <laughs> specifically for games. <laughs> but like, they what, would send me. What do they send? They would send info. First of all, it came from a Gmail account. So, <laughs> Pornhub. Pornhubgames at gmail.com. <laughs> no, it was like their PR person at gmail.com. Um, and they would just send these infographics about, uh, usually timed. So, there was, I remember the Overwatch one. Oh, And yes. it was talking about trends in searches for mm. um, particular characters. But then they would send this infographic and there would be a link and it would go, click here to go to the safer work infographic. But you click it and it would still be on the Pornhub domain. It's like, so, I can't look at Pornhub at work. I'm like, I'm at work. I'm like, but I do want to know. <laughs> but then I click it and, you know. It's fine. That that page was safe, but it did still have the logo. And it says the URL, right? So yeah. CBS is so like, someone hmm. in CBS. Or Viacom CBS is like, I wonder, I wonder what websites the games teams are going to. And in then, uh, the defense of Pornhub, we do have like glorious kills montage videos. So like, you know, 
I mean, it's true. And also, a lot of people like Diva. I've been advocating that we should just start uploading all of our GameSpot videos on a, on Pornhub. Oh, wasn't that a thing when Fallout 4, uh, the opening of Fallout 4, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 too, uh, leaked onto Pornhub? Yeah. Also, we should, I mean, wow, not to tangent very, very quickly this week, but there was a fantastic podcast by John Ronson called The Butterfly Effect, which is all about the founding of Pornhub um, and just the weird sort of butterfly effect that came from just this guy in the Netherlands wanting to put free porn on the internet. And it is fascinating. Uh, it's free. It used to be on Audible, but now it's free. There's also a documentary on Netflix about uh Japanese oh the director the, the di- naked director the ne- yes yeah the Japanese porn industry yeah really Japanese porn industry industry is different because there's all sorts of like a uh, censoring mm. but he he was on. like done for hmm, poor choice of words he was like <laughs> in Hawaii for something there was a bunch of money involved yeah. and his whole story is very very I feel like not the norm when it comes to working in the adult entertainment industry Right. Do you remember when um, uh, I never went, but CES and the AVN yeah. used to be at the same time in Vegas? That. Yeah, that was my first CES this year, but unfortunately, uh, it's not. No, no. I haven't done that in a happened. while. And I was disappointed. Mm. Should we talk about video games? I guess. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a we we. Oh yeah! Before actually we yeah. do that, we're gonna we have the Dayton, Ohio two point one. Oh, the I heard from about Dayton, this. Ohio two point one patch notes sent in by Kevin. Uh, we've done this already, mm-hmm. Lucy, myself, and Callie, but Jean-Luc, you have not done it yet. No. So I figure we'll test out so version 2.1 on you. I think you should start with the questions, but then after we're done with the questions, read Kevin's patch notes at the top because they highlight what's different, and I think they're very clever. Okay. Okay. Number one. In MMOs, DPS, healer, or tank? Uh, DPS. In Pokemon, grass, fire, or water starter? Typically fire. Sonic or Mario? Mario. Life is Strange, Walking Dead, Gone Home, or What Remains of Edith Finch? Uh, Life is Strange. Games that made you the angriest? Or game that made you, that's made you the angriest? Um, I have no idea. That one wasn't in ours, right? No, mine's Destiny. No. I was going to say mine's Modern Warfare Mile High Club. I got really mad at that. Oh, mission. I did get really mad at that too. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that. One more I'm sure there's something else that got me more angry, mm-hmm. but that that definitely got me upset. Actually, you know what? No, Halo Two uh, Legendary. Oh, yeah. Halo Two Legendary is Halo a Two Legendary ass. is tough because that's when they added if one person dies, you, you get sent die. back to the <laughs> beginning. You get sent back. And, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I remember too is like the first three missions were the hardest, and once you got through those, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it got it got easier, and then and it got a little. Eh, the brutes were kind of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Probably Mortal Kombat. Halo, Overwatch, Quake, Siege, or Call of Duty? Uh, Halo. Most desired Smash Ultimate Edition? Oh, uh, Kiryu. Linear or open world? Ben's probably very happy. With uh, linear. Uh, in FPS games, shotgun, assault rifle, or sniper rifle? Shotgun. Co-op, single-player, or multiplayer? Uh, co-op. Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, or OUYA? PC. Favorite controller ever? Probably the 360 controller. I don't know if I, like... I probably prefer the One X now, because it's kind of weird to go back to, but, like, at the time, I was like, this controller is so perfect. So, probably that one. Pop-Tarts or Toaster Strudel? Toaster Strudel. 
Is it cheating if a friend tells you how to beat a part you're stuck on? Nope. Is it cheating if you save scum? No. Danny O'Dwyer or Dan Reichert? Danny O'Dwyer. <laughs> and I remember you all were like, I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all we all ended up with Danny, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Callie who just pleaded the I pl- fifth. I plead the fifth, yeah. Uh, game on a couch or at a desk? Hmm, depends on the game, but I, I guess des- desk. Favorite gaming snack? Oh... Pretzels. There's no. There's nothing to Ooh, like. No get residue. Greasy. Yes. Yeah. Miyazaki, Sakurai, Miyamoto, Kodaka, or Kojima. Kodaka is the creator of Donkey Rampa. Added uh, at my own request. Out of those, Miyazaki. But I would, if I had to pick a different Japanese developer, I'd say uh, Hideki Kamiya. Mm. Oh, better add that. 2.2. Looks like we're gonna need two point <laughs> two. Uh, so his updates, his his patch notes are question four and five combined answer opinion. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> question four and five. Combined answer options and added new question five to reduce grinding. <laughs> <laughs> question seven. Added Quake as an option due to balancing issues. <laughs> I, I respect that. I still These think Halo, really but... Good. They're really clever. As a Quake fan, I do yeah. respect that, that he added that. Question eight. Eliminated mouse or keyboard and replaced it, replaced it, a new quest, replaced it with a new question after a rare podcast breaking tangent bug. Mm. <laughs> is that Ouya? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, replaced on Rails with Linear as the developer forgot the later the latter existed. <laughs> uh, question twenty added Kodaka by popular request. I think the passions are really very clever. good. That's very good. really good. Thank you, Kevin. It's good, but we're gonna need a two point two because we gotta add. Yeah, add Kamiya. Kamiya. Yeah. Um. So he's the sh- one. Sorry, he's the one who. Blocks everyone on Twitter, right? Yeah, it sure okay. is. Which is uh, one of the My Kickstarter goals yeah. for yeah. Wonderful 101. Yeah. If you donate enough money, he'll block you on Twitter. Dude, if you just tweet, that without if you just tweet him, he will block yeah. you on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that's true. But Maybe he won't now. <laughs> I love the idea of paying money to have him block you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he like, says something, too, before he does it. Like, <laughs> By the he way, always calls you a bug. Like a little yeah. bit. I have no time insect. answering question from this insect. Yeah. But yeah, by the way, if anybody wants me to block them... <laughs> Um, just go ahead and like Venmo I'll give me you my Venmo. Yeah, that's a good way to make money. Mm-hmm. Money on the side. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about feet pics. <laughs> no, we were literally talking about that before you got in the room. Really? That's what we were talking about. I was like, "Is it weird to be like researching OnlyFans?" <laughs> I don't. I've never been what? on it. How do you? I've never been on it. I, I feel like it just became a thing too. I or is looked it been at the FAQ to see what the um, whole deal was, but see the thing is, um, it's basically like a Patreon, but right? Yes, it, it is. Like my vids is the same thing. Mm. Don't ask how I know that. <laughs> uh, video games. <laughs> now, now we should talk about video games. This is the Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> That's so. true. Oh. Happy Valentine. Get your partner a uh, uh, only fan subscription for valentine's day i should i shall not <laughs> if my girlfriend's listening to this <laughs> she knows what i want all right we've 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 gone some places this episode but why don't we get out of here let's get out of here as quick as we can because lucy's going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog.
okay so it's not I just me it. who saw this oh, are, oh, you, I get are it. you saying we need to escape from the city Set me they free. did play escape from the city they did <gasps> no, no 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 not in the not in the movie unfortunately but they did play it in the theater mm. like doesn't before count. i know it doesn't count it doesn't count but it was what a missed I got opportunity. my opportunity. Yeah. I think we should start a petition and they should take that movie back, delay it for another couple months, and then put, put that song put in. Put that song in. What about, um, what's the other one that we always do when we're playing Sonic Smash? Heroes? Yeah. Sonic Heroes. What goes up must come down. That's all I remember. They played that. I felt like they played that in the lobby too, did they? Did they played that. I think they played the. So, anyway, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, music. you guys saw it. Yeah, apparently it was good. So, first of all, I was concerned i mean we were all had concerns yes. about that film right and then we got the invite for the screening and um chastity who's handling it was like they're just letting as many of us go as we want so a whole load of us went down uh she was saying she only expected like three people to respond no to. there was like 17 of us <laughs> yeah because it was at 10 a.m on a saturday morning yeah so that's typically what they do for screenings of kids films is because obviously the kids are awake at like 6 a.m r.i.p uh anyway we went down and i have to report it to you it's my solemn duty to report to you that sonic the hedgehog is a good movie not a good video game movie it's a good movie i laughed more at sonic the hedgehog i enjoyed sonic the hedgehog more than i know they're not really comparable but knives out and, ah. I haven't seen Knives and Out, Uncut so Gems, which I saw both of those recently, and I was a bit like, eh. Well, Uncut I'm Gems sure is stressful, but I didn't get any kind of Sonic satisfaction. Sonic the Hedgehog has a hundred percent less vomit than Knives Out, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking there was no vomit in Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's, it's genuinely right. funny. Um, for the most part, for the most, I mean, there's some whiffs. They, they floss. Uh, Sonic flosses. Sonic I does floss. Regret to inform you all that Sonic flosses twice. They, they make a. <laughs> there is a bit. So there's a bit where so Jim Carrey's Robotnik Best goes part. full Jim Carrey, and there is a scene where he just dances, and it's like it's like Oscar. I feel. I feel so like do you he, like want to like you know like a, like a like a TikTok dance. Yeah, like I, one of those. No. no. No, no, no. Does he whoa? No, I don't think he Are does. Are there any dabs? Jim Carrey's getting kind of old. So probably. He can move. I'm he's sure he can. That man, it, it, it but he's not going to look at like TikTok. like they were trying to be memey about it. It just felt like Jim Carrey just went off. I feel like the filmmakers had nothing to do with it. And Jim yeah. Carrey was like, just watch me go. Wind and then me they up were like, we'll go. just green screen some stuff oh, That man has you. an incredible amount of control over his facial muscles. Also. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that clip of him doing the grin tree uh-huh. That's yeah. 100% what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. He is absolutely the best part of that film. Hands down. Uh, yeah. So we went and I was talking to... Uh, Gary Witter about it the other because uh, he was there with his kid and his wife and he made the very good point that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie basically borrows a lot of the same beats as E.T. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. There are bits in that film not only is it very funny Sonic is very likable he's not he is. irritating he he and um, James Marsden's character play off each other really really well James Marsden incredible in that role like if you if you watch a lot of movies where you know, big name actors have to face off against a small animated thing. I think James Marsden does an amazing job. He's very funny. Um, that man has has the range. He does. He was in Twenty Seven Dresses. Oh yeah, and Westworld. So like, oh, and that Amy Adams movie about she thinks she's a fantasy character. Ella Enchanted. Thank you. Also, put some respect on Scott Summers. 
from X-Men. His breakout oh, role. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Where he was a limp, uh, no, wet blanket, a limp blanket. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not talking about OnlyFans no. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wet blanket in that film. Anyway, Sonic is really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I'd say, I don't know. But the I don't thing know if I say I, it's really good. It was, I mean, this it is for me. Good. I don't play Sonic games. I never liked Sonic. I I mean, I, I regret to inform you I've played every Sonic game, but I wouldn't call myself a Sonic fan. Yeah. There That's was that fair. Guy, yeah. It, it just... There, was a, there were some worrying the opening, shots the opening... about his... Like, of just Sonic's ass. There is, a, there is a bit where Sonic is just lying on the ground and the camera just pans into his ass and I'm like... <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, I think it just had. Well, first off, I thought the opening, the opening like five minutes was like a little rough because it's very. He's just narrating it. I don't know. I, yeah, they try and do a Deadpool thing, and it was a little like, yeah. eh, like I'm not the biggest fan of that. Like once I got past that, yeah. it was better. And and so okay, if you were to put this movie into your ranking of Sonic video games, though. Like how close is it to the top? I of, mean, like, like most of those are trash. So like I know that's pretty, what I'm saying. So the bar is not that. I mean, the bar is pretty low. But like, hmm. what what what's the top of the bar? Like, what's the best video game movie? A best video game movie? Uh, I mean, just like for uh, for Pikachu. reference here. Oh, like, dude, like I want to know where Sonic would fall compared. Maybe to this. Detective Pikachu. Detective oh, Pikachu is a seen really Pikachu. good video game movie. Detective Pikachu is really good. I like I, I like Doom with the Rock. I know that movie wasn't very good, it's not but good, I like yeah, the first fun. Resident Evil movie. Resident yeah, the first Evil. Resident Evil movie was. I also like the second one. The first Resident Evil movie, though, that was like good for a video game movie. Yeah, like that is like textbook good for a video game movie. Do like anime adaptations of anime games count? No. Um, yeah, it's got to be live action. Like I would say, Sonic is it. It is like a above. Like, like you're if you were to think of like your very typical standard like kids movie like mm. like a Smurfs or like a Trolls that kind of thing I would well, say it's better than it's, Smurfs no no, no that's what I'm saying yeah, it's yeah, better yeah. than that like it's definitely but a, it's not a Pixar but like where no is no no it's not like, a Pixar like, but like is it above Cars three though like if we're talking I, I, like I, Pixar, yeah. like low Pixar it's like yeah, a Cars three I couldn't what kind of a Shrek what's the Shrek barometer here like a, like a happily well, ever Shrek, after yeah sure, it's above like. Like where is it? Like it's never as good Shrek as Shrek Two. Shrek Two. Shrek Two. Pinnacle peak. of quality. Peak Shrek. <laughs> quality has just never gotten any better than that. But uh, yeah, Hovering if, if you're looking for like a, a good Shrek. kids movie, uh, just yeah, I think yeah. Sonic is is a. It's a great kids movie. It's a great kids movie. It's like definitely better than than the average kids movie crap. I feel there like are some out. incredible puns in it too. So I really appreciate a lo- that. A, a multiple Olive Garden jokes. Yeah, there is Which some. There is some about. product placement for Olive Garden. Zillow. Oh, that's there, Zillow. There's a, part, there's, a part, there's a part where he he's like I'm, he's like <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole thing is that he, uh, uh, James Preston's character is like moving to San Francisco to become a cop, and his wife's like, oh, I've God. been looking at apartments on Zillow, and I was like. This is too real. I no, can't. But then the, the the apartment that they showed for the price that they showed, I was sat there going, "Bitch, what? <laughs> Where in San Francisco are you finding that?" San Francisco plays a major role in this movie, which is also why it's disappointing that Escape from the City doesn't play yeah. because that yeah. level is based on San Francisco. They yeah. did show the CVS right next our to our CVS. building. The, like, our uh, CVS. Yeah. At one point it freeze frames mm. and you're like, that's the CVS. I know Sonic CVS. just ran past our building. 
Heading to the Metreon. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I really liked it. Also, it is weird. You can tell where they've changed the... Um, His face. Yeah. So, some scenes, just like, you can just see it. It's not as good. It's still great. And it's super, A, awful and unfortunate that all those people like worked Oof. all that time, all that overtime to fix it. And then all immediately lost their jobs. Um, yeah. The VFX industry... Is a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, all the stuff about Corden and um, Rebel Wilson at the Oscars, too. What? Uh, they went on stage in cat costumes to take the piss out of the uh, Cats movie. Um, but uh, obviously all the VFX artists who broke their backs to work on it were like, um, well, this has nothing to do with us. This has everything to do with the way the film was shot mm. and the creative the vision. Direction. We were yeah. literally just told to make it we probably would because didn't they film it without like motion tracking dots everything is done pretty much manually oh that's a nightmare yeah how would you do that um anyway sonic i enjoyed yeah well i'm sad i thought speaking of zillow i thought i had an apartment viewing that morning Uh, but it got moved so i could have gone i am wearing the beanie oh you got a beanie the the sonic beanie I really collusion enjoyed the guy. <laughs> My collusion beanie. I really enjoyed. There was a guy that who was wearing a um, big Mega Man jacket. Nice. Oh yeah, he had like a huge Mega Man jacket. Yeah. Then like a Sonic hat. But I was like, oh, I like that. Just like small. Yeah, that's what Sam said. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm here from the '90s. <laughs> like, and Tamora was wearing all Bloodborne stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Bloodborne jacket. Was. I don't remember. I, I think he's wearing his Taco Bell shirt. Mm. He was. He yeah. was. I just. Uh, my mom was the one who taught me how to play Sonic. I thought you were about to say, my mom's bought us tickets to go see Sonic. No, no, no. She's, I mean, my, my parents had a Genesis, so I didn't have like a Super Nintendo. And we played a lot of Sonic. And my mom figured out the Chaos Emerald shit on her own. And wow. Damn. What a mom. First Sonic I played was on the Game Gear. Because my friend had a Game Gear and I played, and I thought it was cool because I played Sonic on it. The battery only lasted like what <laughs> an hour and a half though, and then I'd have to put eight more double eight. A batteries. I don't eight. think it was eight, but it was bad. Yeah. Actually, it may have been eight. Four or eight, definitely. It was. It, it was. Four. Yeah, it was somewhere between four or eight. We should call Peter Brown. He would. Yeah, know. Peter would know. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Just watching it over and over and over and well, over. Well, no. The other thing I was doing is I've started watching uh, Mad Men. <laughs> I think I said that last week, didn't I? I don't know. I don't have remember. Seen it put it on the sheet I've last never week. seen it. I haven't seen it either. Uh, I've been told it's very good. I've it's only phenomenal. seen one episode, and the like, the, the like microaggressions towards women made me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. just because it was like, oh, uh, it's at the stage now where the women are sort of like fighting back, but they're nice. doing just microaggressions against the men. But it's um, <laughs> it's very weird that I go between in in the course of one episode, I will go between absolutely loving Don Draper. And then just thinking, he is the absolute worst. Like, he yeah. sucks, but he has so much range and like depth that I really love it. To be clear, it's not that I think the show is bad because of that. It just it's just a time. Me, I, yeah, I having gone through workplace shit like that mm. is just you know it's not something I needed to. I was like, I already I I lived that. I don't to. Uh, yeah, I think it came out around the. It was like airing at the same time as Breaking Bad, which I also have never seen. Which which I was watching, and I was like, I don't know if I need multiple shows about a terrible protagonist. Mm. Mm. That's very good though. 
Uh, it is Gab Murphy's like, favorite show of all time. So I I update him every night. And he Aww. wakes up really early. So just to the point where I'm going to bed, he'll message me about the episode that I've just seen. It's very good. That's Aww. cute. I think Mike likes that show a lot too. I think it's one of his favorites as well. I should probably message Mike about it too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, the ending of season one. Well, I mean, he'll message you after he listens to this episode. So, Jean-Luc, what have you been playing? <laughs> Uh, a bunch of old stuff, actually. I finished playing Halo 2 co-op, speaking of Halo 2 again, mm. um, with my girlfriend, because we've been, she's never played Halo, and we were, like, looking for a new co-op game, and we're like, let's play through all the Halos, so we're playing Halo, we played Halo 2, and had a, a really fun time, I don't really know if I have anything else to say about it, other than, that I don't know, Halo, Halo, um... Halo 2 still slaps, it's pretty good. <laughs> That soundtrack, the, the one-liners in that Master Chief's one-liners, they're all so like oh. they're all cheesy, but they're all so good. I love them so much. Yes, like, I, I must have been annoying the shit out of her because uh, so we played Halo you're One. You're just waiting for all the lines. Yeah, like, so we played Halo One, which is what if you miss? I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell uh, the Covenant. I'm giving back their bomb. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the fuck he says. My favorite thing is the things the grunts say about you. And my brother and I will go around my parents' house being like, the demon is here. Because like, yeah. <laughs> Halo 1 was... It's so interesting going from Halo 1 to Halo 2 and being like, wow, they like really... Like and they really like stepped it up a lot. Like Halo Two is like so much more of a story to it, where it's like mm-hmm. trying to like get into like the religious politics of the Covenant, which is like interesting but kind of weird. Yeah, um, it like doesn't quite work, but it works enough. It works enough, mm-hmm. and it was so just we, like we love uh, sci-fi with religious overtones, don't we, Lucy? Battlestar again, Battlestar Galactica cast. Let's go. But uh, it just sent me back to like middle school John Luke playing it, and I was like, I'm so sorry, you're going to have middle school John Luke here, and I'm just like talking about like all these Easter eggs and like things you can do. And I'm like quoting all the lines in the cutscenes. Like, and she's babe, we're going to get all the skulls. <laughs> she's sitting there being like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I loved the, I still love the, the, when you first plays the Arbiter mm, and cool. you just come out of the, in, in the cloak and then like throw out the sword. And it's just like, oh, I get to use the sword. And it was like so cool. But then so you're you the had end of the an game. energy sword Sunday. Yeah. If you know, you yes. know. We did have an energy source Sunday. That's true. <laughs> Proud of you. Uh, yeah, so we played that. And that's really good. I'm excited to play three because it's my favorite. Um, and uh, played a lot of three multiplayer. Yeah, three mm-hmm. multiplayer was the one I played the most. Um, although I love two's multiplayer as well. Uh, the other game we've been playing is the Phoenix Wright uh, HD collection. Mm-hmm. I've never played Phoenix Wright before, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of shocked I haven't just because like it is so my jam because it's just a like like it like pc style point click adventure game but you're like solving murders and like investigating and like talking to witnesses and it's it's so anime in its drama where like the current case we're on is like like a person's been murdered but another person was stabbed in a different building 30 minutes at the exact same time and it was the same person and you're like trying to That's figure some that outside of shit yeah I was gonna <laughs> <I say. know. laughs> so you're trying to figure like it's it's just some so it's shit. yeah it's some real yeah like i feel like we're gonna go to danganronpa after i feel like because it's like okay we've played yakuza we've played persona we've played like phoenix right that was the last piece of the puzzle to then combine it all together to play danganronpa i would be so proud and honored if you played danganronpa I th- we, we, we we will get to it 
we will definitely get to it. But I'm having a really good time with Phoenix Wright. Mm. It's it's uh, it holds up very well. Speaking of which, I'm so excited for Murder by Numbers, the oh, murder me mystery too. game, Picross game. Oh God, I love Picross so much. Yeah. Wait, it's a murder mystery Picross game. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes. So is it like Phoenix Wright, like kind of? It's murder, it's Ace Attorney esque. Um, I'm so excited. It has like an anime intro. That was just I'm really very exciting. Is that it? Just Picross, but with an anime intro. And you solve it's like you're solving, and like the Picross is like a picture of like some clue. And oh, okay. Uh, also, they put out um, it, it, the game's a couple of years old, but they just put it out on Switch like last week. Is that Aviary Attorney? I don't know if oh, you guys I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Bird Law. Yeah, it's like Phoenix Wright, but like it's all birds, and it takes. Excuse it's me. A joke from Mike Mahadi that he'll appreciate when he <laughs> listens to this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all like different animals and they're ah, i forget the name of that art style but it's like that that sort of like crosshatch like yeah 1800s like art style um like from the old newspapers yeah, yeah. There, there's a name for it i'm i forget but it, it like takes place in like 18th century like paris and i'm just like and i was like georgia what do you think of this this is my girlfriend she's like that is extremely my shit yeah, she <laughs> loves birds yeah she loves birds she loves animals so the idea and she's like in love with phoenix right so yeah. she's like we Let's need do to that. play that after. So. Has she uh, played Hotful Boyfriend? No, but I should definitely play you with her. You guys should play Hotful um, Boyfriend. I love Hotful yeah, Boyfriend. It's so boyfriend. good. Hotful Boyfriend is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Cool. Callie, what have you been up to? Um, I saw Birds of Prey. We I, all did. I, we all did. I haven't seen it yet. Except so was, Lucy. Except me. I was going to go Monday and then I threw my There were. Yeah. Three other people in the theater. There was like Whoa. nobody there. When did you go? Yeah. We went to Kabuki. We went 6 to 45 p.m. On a, on when Monday? Monday. Yeah. It was empty, and um, I I really enjoyed it. Like I don't think it's like an excellent movie or anything, but I um I just I don't know. I get really excited when I see a movie that's like explicitly targeting someone like me. Mm. Um, that isn't like Little Women, which right. I still really want to see. It's very good. Not a knock against Little Women, but it's nice to be like, like I, I'm so tired of comic book movies. I'm really just like I find them like tolerable when I go see. I go see them like basically for work, so I'm like I know what the Avengers is, um, and I've always liked Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. DC is more interesting to me, um, so I'm like, oh, I know, I, I know Gotham. Like I can like follow along, but uh, I just I liked that it was like, okay, here's all these women who are traditionally like, you see them through the male gaze, very ogled. In I didn't see Suicide Squad, but I know that Harley's wearing like little don't booty shorts and like all this stuff, and so it's nice to watch a movie where it's like like. The Margot Robbie is so beautiful, and like half the movie she's in, they're like, "How do we make you look less beautiful?" And they fail, but you can tell they tried. Like she has, you know, she'll get like makeup all over her face, and you're like, "Well, you're so gorgeous." (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate that, but like, but not in a like the movie's trying to show you how gorgeous she is way in a way where it's just like, "Oh, I'm really enjoying her character." Mm. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead as I had said. Um, she was really funny and I enjoyed that a lot. I just I there's stuff I really enjoyed and I think that there were a couple scenes that I didn't think were necessary like the face peeling shit 
And there was like kind of a rapey scene. Mm. It was like a sexual violence overtones kind of scene that I was kind of like, that did, did why did you guys think that should you go didn't in need there? It. And it was, it was, yeah, it was like, especially for the audience. Like if the audience is like women who are like, I want to feel empowered. Cause that's like kind of the whole point of the movie is like Harley, like re empowering herself. It's like, why? I, the thing is like, they do it in service of making you hate the villain. Right. But it's like, this this movie is for girls who make kill all men jokes. You don't have to try that hard Especially to make us that. hate Ewan McGregor. I, all I, you have to do is be like, he was kind of mean to his girlfriend <laughs> once, and we'd be like, kill him. So. I did like the, I thought the face peeling scene made sense in just making him well, like a like, super villain, like a comic pulpy, like, like oh, here's my diabolical plan. Like he does mm. something ridiculous. Like no mobster would ever do that, but he does it because it's a comic book movie and it's yeah. R and they want to mm-hmm. push it. And I was like, okay, I think, I think that works. It, it, I, I didn't mind that. Admittedly, the, the, that's like the intro scene for him versus the second scene you're talking the about. The face which is peeling scene, through. I think is a good way to, I mean, I was like really grossed out, but I think it's a good way to establish this. Like, oh yeah, we hate him. And I was joking earlier. I don't think we should kill all men. Um, I think it's like a good way to be like, okay, this guy's like objectively evil and horrible. So we don't have to feel bad about what we do to him for the rest of the movie. And we can just like not interrogate that at all and just have fun. But the scene with the dress in the club did not. Well, because that, at that, that point, was not that's necessary. so far in the movie. You're already like, I already hate I him. I already you hate don't, him. You don't need this scene. To, also, like, to do it anything. took me like an hour and 20 minutes to be like, oh, that's Ewan McGregor. <laughs> He's really good at being... <laughs> Like a shitty person in that movie. Oh, I'm out of. Time. I really enjoyed him. He he doesn't look like he's aged at all since I know. Star Wars, like uh, episode two. At least when I when I saw that movie, because I saw episode two before the new he one. He actually looks really young. That's why I was like, it not, might be, maybe because he has a beard in. Episode maybe, two. maybe it's because he's got a beard. Uh, but it, like looking at him, like, I'm like, dang. One. He's got he's got guy liner in one scene, and I was oh, like, yeah. damn, you actually worked that. But isn't he like? Didn't he? Didn't he leave his wife for Mary Elizabeth? For Mary Elizabeth Winston, and then which that is like, can you blame super, him? I mean, you can't blame him, but like that got really messy with his door and stuff. Oh, mm. I like, His door was like posting, uh, like subtweeting about. Ooh. Yeah. But anyway, so I did that and I had fun. Um, and then uh, Pokemon Home came out, so... I checked that out a little bit. I, I haven't actually transferred any Pokemon. I'm, I'm gonna... I'm really excited to go through into my... Uh, Sun, or my moon save and get like I have a bunch of wonder traded like foreign language Pokemon I'm sure Ooh. I have like really good dittos foreign language dittos I can transfer so a lot of like good breeding material I'm curious with the the wonder trade on the app and stuff like that how they're gonna keep track of like hacked Pokemon glitched Pokemon and whatnot because that seems like way more of an issue when people are like pulling from their old games and trading to other apps and stuff like that like a, a mm-hmm. friend of ours like shared a screenshot and he's like oh look what i got from a wonder trade and then you look at the moves and it's like oh yeah that, that's not real no i i've definitely gotten hacked pokemon from wonder trade but there there are some that won't that will appear legal and i've definitely gotten some that did not appear legal as well okay so um, so normally if you do get a hacked pokemon we'll be like this is this is an illegal pokemon it'll there's like a clover symbol that shows up on the pokemon summary page that indicates that it's like that's the symbol that indicates it's generated within a pokemon game if it doesn't have that symbol then it is automatically deemed illegal okay but if you were to take like if you got for example one pokemon that's like illegal now that you cannot get anymore is machamp with or sorry machamp is it wait i say machamp is it machamp 
I've been saying Machamp. Anyway, Machamp with the ability No Guard, which um, all of its moves hit 100%, but every move hits it 100%. Um, and the move Fissure, which is normally a 30% accuracy move. Um, with No Guard, it would be 100%, and it's a one-hit KO move. That's like just totally illegal. Um, so you could get like a hacked Machamp with No Guard and Fissure, but otherwise, like you can't get that. Yeah. So um, that it would be obvious, like... You could look up if you got a Pokemon and you weren't sure, like if it was shiny and had perfect stats. I got a shiny six IV Heatran in Wonder Trade once, and I was like, "This is definitely hack," <laughs> but because like, why would you trade that away if you got that? But like, um, if it's shiny and it has like perfect stats, and you're like, "I don't know about this one," just like look up, like go on like Cerebee or something and see its move list, and you'll see if like, like oh, it's not supposed to learn that rip. But there are some Pokemon that you can transfer through Pokemon Home now that have moves that they can't get in Sword and Shield because Sword and Shield made some changes to moves and abilities. So like right now, in if you just have Sword and Shield, you didn't transfer from Home, you can't get Hidden Ability Clefable, but you can transfer Hidden Ability Clefable, and then Clefable can also learn a move Soft Boiled, um, which heals it, and you that you can't do that in Sword and Shield either. So you could transfer them, but like in the official competitive scene, you're only allowed to use Pokemon that were born in Galar, so you can't use them anyway. And they would know that right away because there's different symbols for where the Pokemon originates. Ooh. Yeah, but the cool thing is now with Pokemon Home, you can transfer Pokemon that are like alternate region forms because they're legal because um, like Ponyta, for example, there's Galarian Ponyta, mm. right? And you can't mm. get regular Fire Ponyta in Sword and Shield unless you transfer it from Pokemon Home. And then you can breed that Ponyta, and now you have a Ponyta that's the Kanto version of Ponyta. Um, and so you can use those. So, like, I think people might, I mean, it wasn't a super popular strategy, but people might try Alolan Ninetales again. Mm. That was the Pokemon Minute. A lot of that probably didn't make sense. <laughs> it made sense. It made me, not sad in a way, but kind of realizing that i only have such a surface level knowledge of pokemon <laughs> and i i love it when you talk about i love it when you talk passionate about anything because i'm just like yeah she Aww. likes this and she knows her shit so i'm just sat Aww. here enjoying it oh i wish i liked anything as much as you like pokemon <laughs> wait no that's not true i like overwatch yeah you do and you when you talk about overwatch you 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 do the same thing yeah I don't know anything about the law, though. I just don't care about it. I'm That's so okay. sorry, Michael I, Chu. <laughs> I actually, I'm the same way with like um, Pokemon. Like, I don't watch the, I haven't watched the anime since like 2002. I'm gonna turn yeah. this frying pan into, into a, a drying, drying pan. pan. That's the only one I know. That mm. and the, the the band episode where James has boobs for some reason. That was banned in the U.S. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's an episode a, where James has boobs for some reason. They, it's like a, yeah, and then you yeah. can see screenshots. That it, they, I don't think it ever aired in the U.S. No, you can find it online. I just always loved when Brock was like, here, have some jelly donuts. And it's just. Four kids, baby. It's just rice balls. <laughs> and, you're like, and I, I legitimately, like the, as a kid, was like, oh, that's, I guess, jelly donuts? Okay. Like, I thought is, they were like, jelly donuts. As a kid, I didn't want jelly. I would only eat, like, a chocolate donut. So I was just like, I guess that's what jelly donuts look like. I had no, <laughs> like, yeah. Jake? I have been playing Modern Warfare. And Whoa. for the first time, I can actually, like, 
talk about new things with it because season two just started on Tuesday, I think, with a whopping 68 gigabyte update, at least on Xbox. Which so is insane. I think it was as much as like in the 90s on some platforms. It was yeah. on 90. PC. It was a 90 gig update on PC for yeah. me. So apparently, actually, Matt may have been lying to me, but he said that he said that the reason why this update is so big is because they're basically overriding a lot of stuff in the original no, game true. file. He yeah. Lying okay. To you. No, no, no. So I, like, I can't trust them. From my understanding of it, the reason the game uh, update sizes are so big is because it depends on the way that the developer compiled the game files okay and so like if you compile it into one let's say like one package excuse me if i'm using the wrong terminology here but like if you make changes to one file within that package you essentially have to make changes to everything mm-hmm. okay and so if they're changing something as substantially as for series and two they're going to be changing so many files and so many different packages that they just have to yeah yeah um but also it seems that they've added battle royale yeah well so, not technically, not yet, but... But, I mean, that's what that's another thing that game yeah. developers do, is that they... And it's how that stuff gets data mined all the time, is because they prepare for upcoming yeah, patches and releases and DLC. Yeah. Uh, happens in Overwatch all the time, too. Um, they just put it out in an earlier patch, um, so the game files are all there, and then it just looks like people can get at it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I... I remember, like, because I didn't have high-speed internet growing up as a kid. Like, well, obviously it didn't exist, but then even, in, neither, even in high school I didn't because we just lived in the middle of nowhere. Most of college I didn't have it either. So, like, I remember when I'd want to update a game and it would be more than a gigabyte, and I'd be like, well, I'm playing this in two weeks. Yeah. So I definitely feel when people are on Twitter and being like... Like uh, 68 gigs, I'm gonna have to. That's like, like my data cap. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing like that I, I don't do. think we have in the UK is data caps. Oh. So mm. when I moved here, and pe- I mean, I'm very, very fortunate yeah. in that living with Greg in particular, like his main thing when he uh, he and Jim moved into that place, he was like, we're getting the good internet. So we don't have a data cap yeah. that I know of. If we do, I'm sorry because I download all my games. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, I don't think we have a data cap. The- Usually the biggest thing that takes up most of your data, like when you download a game update, is um, either like texture packs, like a 4K texture pack, or actually like audio, because it's usually like uncompressed. Mm. So like with Call of Duty in particular, it's not just that you're downloading the audio, you're also downloading the audio for like 12 different language packs, and that Uh. takes up so much space. At least like that, I remember that being the case with previous Call of Duties, so I kind of wish that... They had the option of like, hey, look, I don't like, really. I'm only gonna play in English. I don't need yeah. to download yeah. all these other packs, or like, I don't have a 4K monitor. I don't need to download the 4K textures. Like some games. Well, they did say that. going forward um, that there will be better options for what you can and can't download. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just DLC packs to start with. Right. You could decide what you can have. Um, but yeah. like with, with with Steam, you can uh, like when you pick your language, it installs that voice, right, or that voice pack, I guess. Because I remember when I was messing around with that Witcher video and I was trying to do it in Polish, I'd be like, oh, I want to play in Polish. And I'd actually go into Steam properties settings and hit it. And then I'd have an update that I have to download. Right. Yeah, same with like 4K. Like I think like Doom, you can download like the 4K texture pack and yeah. it just adds an extra 30 gigs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to that for next generation then. Mm-hmm. Hopefully downloading is mm-hmm. streamlined, I guess. Maybe a little easier. Unless we stream everything. Unless we stream everything. And Maybe not this gen, next gen. In the US, we'll get better regulations on our internet companies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, season two. What? So I have Modern Warfare. I haven't touched it. 
I feel bad. It's on my list. Um, Don't feel bad. It's fine. <laughs> you play it all the time. Yeah. And every week you bring it up and I'm like, if I wasn't, like, because as well, we're doing Alter Carbon and Westworld stuff coming up. So I have to like rewatch all that. So that's kind of where I'm allotting my free time to is like, mm. I'll play a little bit of Overwatch here, but then I have to do mm. homework. So what am I missing out on in season two? So season two adds three new maps. One is a ground war map. I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a giant, I think, I think it's like a, 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 a airport sort of thing, like a destroyed airport. Oh, no. uh, I think, no I think you can find some old modern warfare maps in there. They did that with the last ground mm. war map they added to They're vacant. You could find. Oh, it's like the, terminals. Like I think terminal is somewhere in there, but I think it's different. Uh, I think it's like destroyed or something. They should like have that. put actual terminal in there. Well, I think they will probably break that out, I guess, and make it a multiplayer map at some point. But as of right now, they've added uh, rust and Atlas superstore. I only played Atlas Superstore once. I didn't love it because it was just like it's just like a warehouse with boxes throughout it. It's like it's like Home Depot, but or with like a bunch a, or of boxes. Like a Costco. <laughs> You'd think they'd like really take pains to add quality maps, considering Modern Warfare's like big detriment is that the map quality is really inconsistent. Well, I only played I only played once, so it, it could have just been like you know you had a bad game. Yeah, I could have just had a bad game, not been wild about it. And then they have Rust as well, which I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Rust that much. It's it like Rust is the map. Rust is like the meme map, right? Everyone's like one v one me and Rust and stuff like mm. that. And I feel like they were like everyone talks about Rust. Therefore, if we're gonna add a Modern Warfare two map, we should add Rust. And I was excited for it. And then I played it, and I was like, yeah, I never liked Rust. <laughs> I don't think I wanted this. There's so many great maps in Modern Warfare two, particularly that I would have preferred. Uh, I mean, that's just me. Like, I'm sure other people are stoked. Rust is there. We could call my dad. Yeah. We could call your dad mm-hmm. again. But I think like Favela is one that would have been a great addition. Yeah. Uh, Estate is one that I thought was Estate's really, really cool. good. Um, and then Terminal, as we talked about before, I thought was another fantastic map, which I think they brought back in Modern Warfare Three, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Ghosts too. I don't remember. I didn't play much of threes multiplayer. I'm really bad at map names, so I just well, like like, every game has like the same. Like it's like Mm. foundation. Yeah. Like term. Like they all use the same. Like they all share like a group of names that they pull from, and they're like, "This map's going to be called Foundation." Modern Warfare Two is like the last Call of Duty game I like can very, eh, maybe Black Ops, but like distinctly remember like the maps. I know Bog. That's one where if you say the name, I can. What's the one that's um? Oh, it's in the desert. It's got the caves and then oh, there's like the Afghan. crash plane in between. Afghan. Afghan. So I that's like a good that map. A I don't think they'd add that because they already have kind of like a spiritual yeah, successor map to it, which I hate. It's not. I do as, not like it's that. Not map. as good though. It's not as good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like season two also adds a new character, like a new character you can play as Ghost, which, like, I don't know, Ghost was never that interesting cool, of a character guess, for me yeah. in in the original modern warfare but clearly i'm in the minority oh, wait, ghost is from two right he was like or, it was yeah, just, just gas's voice yeah. actor but yeah. um but clearly i'm in the minority because everyone is playing as ghost in multiplayer oh, like yeah. everyone you see is just running around as ghost um but yeah i don't know um there's some good additions there there's new weapons the ump 45 i forget what they call it in this game but it's the ump 45 which was in two modern warfare two and another gun. I don't remember what it was, though. Uh, but yeah, like the guns seem like pretty good additions. Like the 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 rust is cool to see, even though I'm not super wild about that map. I still haven't played the ground war map. I think what I'm really excited for, though, is the uh, battle royale, which, you know, not official yet, but 
It's already been leaked and probably going to be official by the time this goes out. I know. So no, they'll give it at least a week. It'll at least be Tuesday. Have, has there been any leaks about it outside of just hey, this is coming? Like so, it was know, leaked a while ago, I think. Do we know someone managed to get it? in? Someone glitched into it. Oh, I think wow. I saw. Yeah, because I, I think the map, like a map, got leaked for it a long time ago, and everyone was like, "This is probably too big for a ground war map," so they assumed it was battle royale. Because what I liked about um blackout was that it was sort of a fun like mismatch of of different call of duty like black ops levels and they had like zombies in it and like i kind of liked that it felt I like really liked blackout a lot. like blackout i thought was pretty fun and it, it felt like it was sort of this weird celebration of the black ops series yeah. like I are mean, they doing there was also anything PUBG that worked yeah that's true yeah. as well it's like a I, I, imagine, <laughs> I imagine they'll do something similar yeah uh, considering in the ground war maps they've already included old call of duty maps like they've just right. put them in those maps i have a feeling it will just be like a giant map with a bunch of empty spaces like dotted with old call of duty modern warfare mm, maps yeah. or i doubt there'll be a ghost i, I guess map, i'm just but. curious if like they're gonna do anything unique with this version of their well, battle the, royale, yeah, or is it just going to be blackout? Modern Lucy's Warfare. got something. I do. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battle Royale mode discovered through glitch. So it's apparently called Warzone. Uh, Charlie Intel, which is a website that specializes in Call of Duty sort of news and leaks. Um, there are a bunch of people on Twitter too. Uh, they've glitched into the menu for the mode. Wow. The uh, menu? Yeah, images wow. from the menu show an option for weapons, operators, and barracks, while a page for drop kits that you can edit before matches has also popped up. Um, additionally, people have claimed to be able to see the new Battle Royale map by various and unconfirmed means. Uh, <laughs> and there is an entire uh, video of the rumored map posted online. Interesting. Uh, so actually, the Modern Warfare 2 Season 2 update, the Modern Warfare Season 2 update, sorry, has a new classified page on the game's title screen. Yeah, so when you load up the game, there's like, there's like a, what is it? Like story, like multiplayer, uh, like something that's like crossed out and like hidden and then spec ops. So there's a spot for whatever this new oh mode God. is. Mm. I really hope it waits until after packs. Well, you wouldn't review the mode, right? Or would we? Um, depends. Yeah. Hmm. We review DLCs when appropriate. That's true. And um, yeah. That's an interesting strategy. Like you feel like they would want to be like to let you know it's coming to like mm -hmm. get people like hey make sure to buy our game but like that, that's interesting that they've decided to like try and keep it well hidden. to be honest i think it works pretty well that they're rather I, than just releasing everything right away uh they're doing big content updates on new seasons and then throughout that season they're giving more and more content like even the last season they added a couple new maps throughout it they added new weapons and all that stuff was like i don't know they, they just add fun new challenges like okay now i'm gonna unlock the crossbow here so i have to do this sort of stuff to get it you so. finally completed your crossbow challenges didn't you i completed it a while ago and then i got it and i was like this gun sucks <laughs> um yeah the thing about modern warfare warfare battle royale is that like like black ops it would have made more sense to have like heroes kind of like apex mm -hmm. like would have had like legend kind of thing because there were actually classes in multiplayer and this i i mean it's probably going to be more like a military battle royale like blackout or pubg mm -hmm. yeah i'm curious because like my thing that i want to see the most i don't know if it's going to be good but i'm tired of battle royale games with armor like pick up armor of different tiers because 
like at least apex you can if you shoot someone they'll like that color armor will like flash so he's like okay they got a purple i gotta mm -hmm. i gotta i gotta lean back a little bit uh but honestly i, I kind of want to see what it's like to play a battle royale game where there's no armor at all mm. um or maybe there's just like one standard armor so there's no so like mm. hardcore Kind of, yeah. As in, like, but also low time to kill. The the problem with that though, right, is that snipers will just dominate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that'll be really interesting. And like, I don't know the the customized drop boxes or whatever. Like, maybe you can put your loadout in that, and mm -hmm. if you get it, you just get one of your loadouts or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. that could be kind of interesting. Um, yeah. uh, you mentioned Apex there briefly. I just want to give a shout out to Max. For getting to the top of the Apex subreddit. Oh yeah, that video is amazing. Insane video. So Max is incredible um, at Apex. Generally, like if you've seen any of our guides, um, it's usually Max capturing the footage there. Max Blumenthal. Max Blumenthal on our games team, and he did. He got this game where he should have died eleven times, <laughs> and he like freeze frames it and puts. Um, text on and kind of points out stuff that I didn't even notice is the stuff like a grenade bouncing off a crate that misses him and then it's it's the most insane game I've ever seen. My favorite is when he counts out the number of shotgun shots that the one person tried yeah. to shoot him with and missed. It was yeah. like eight times. Like, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. He like, gets two self-revives in one game. Yes. Jeez. I gotta watch this video. It's really <laughs> it's good. Very it's good. a really good video. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched it. I knew he got to the top of Reddit. Yeah. Which and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it was really wild. Good. Anyway, shout out to Max. What's gonna happen to your crew when a uh, battle royale comes out? I mean, you're not gonna be able to be Except on the same man team for himself. Well, that's a good point. I have to split up. Well, that's another weird thing about Call of Duty is that, like, oddly, they'll be like, like you play ten v ten domination, we'll have seven people, and they're like, now you can only have six, and it's like, but why? It's ten v ten, or like for some reason, shipment only let you do, even though it was six v six, they'd only let groups of five. Oh yeah, we couldn't play. Yeah, so it's just kind of like. Like what? I get, I get why you wouldn't want ten people in a six v six game type because then they'd yeah. be spilling over on the other team. But like a ten v ten, why can't eight of us just go together in a ten v ten? Right. I wonder if just if they they have matchmaking limitations or something. Yeah, I mean that's probably it, honestly. Yeah. But I don't know. That's mm -hmm. that's what I have to say about Modern Warfare season two. Mm. What if it's like they're expecting a lot of like groups of two and three, and they want to make sure those people get into games? That could be it too. Yeah. Mm. I could see that. So should we talk about Jeff Keighley? <laughs> Jeff I mean, Keighley. there wasn't really much else going much on this week news-wise. Uh, but this morning, we film on Wednesdays, uh, Jeff pulled out of E3. Mm -hmm. he's not E3's the, dead, man. He's not it's over, man. So somebody else is doing the E3 Coliseum then? Because he just said he wasn't doing... I don't know. He. I thought he, that was like his production. He says... I have made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. See, that implies that someone else could produce it. Right. Mm. It's, it's, it's a strange... But you're right, that is, like, associated with him. But it's very... Like... Yeah, it's very much associated with him, and... I mean, he's the guy who organizes it. Um... Yeah, I feel like a lot of those guests, the reason they're there is because Jeff Keighley can get them there yeah. it's weird because i feel like i know e3's there's been a lot of like it's changing and it's going to work very differently but the the coliseum was always kind of worked with the whole like you're getting a crowd in and they're sitting down it was outdoors if i'm correct right it was no. kind of in that Is no, it, are you, oh, you, wait are you talking about so i think 
Am there's I two, two different There's two different bits. There's Jeff's live from E3, which is in the, the lobby of right. the JW Marriott, which is all the developer stuff. But then the Coliseum were talks with like Kojima and Corey Barlog. And so there was two different bits. So whether he's still doing live at E3 or not, I have no idea. But if he's not doing yeah. the the I'm public facing... Else, well, I'm there's sorry. the public facing stuff, which is uh, the, the talks. There's like the regular right. dev interviews... And then, similar to what we do, like he will just get people yeah, in. Yeah. Although he does say, for the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. That's yeah, so he's just not there nuts. at all. That's nuts. Yeah, because he's one of like four people who have been to every single what one. What does he know that we don't? About E3? Yeah. Probably everything. Maybe they leaked all of his information. No. Yeah. I don't think they leaked his. I did see the list. I've seen I the found list. the Because it was just exhibitors, right? Yeah. No, it was no, 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 it was just media. It wasn't. But we we were fine because we were exhibitors. Um, so he would have been fine because he was an exhibitor. But yeah, the um the list from the ESA. But then the ESA also said that like Nintendo's definitely still there, guys. Nintendo just slowly has been taking up more and more space on that show floor. Microsoft too, right? It's still supposed to be there. Not inside the convention center. They're going to be in the Microsoft theater. So they're going to have that show. But are they are they still going to have like their no. Oh really? In, in the it's oh, all they in did the that last theater. year too yeah, yeah, yeah. actually because I went to that yeah man yeah my first E three as like a media like in the industry it was like great like you would go out to any place and there'd be everybody you know there yeah. and everybody was drunk like wasted drunk and then now it's like I'm gonna go to bed it's like 9 30 and i'm really yeah. tired so like i don't know if that's just me getting older or if e3 is like getting chiller i think it's oh. getting chiller because there's more events now yeah because in, in 2015 i remember going to the fig and it was like everybody i'd ever heard of mm-hmm. popping and, off mm. and it was like be careful because yesterday somebody fell in the pool you know like so e3 not that like I need to do that ever again. I already did that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Not fall in the pool. Like go to party E3s. But like it's just weird to I'm not worried about like the death of E3 or anything cuz I think like that's not like the death of the industry. It's just kind of weird to be like, oh, you know, fewer and fewer people go yeah. and like our international friends aren't always there and yeah. Mm. I can I don't think it needs to be the two halls anymore cuz it, it it's like last year. Oh yeah. I mean, you could start to see it kind of creep the last few years, but like the U.S. Army would have a bigger booth than some games, which was weird. Um, But yeah, with Sony pulling out, with Microsoft moving out, EA too, they always used to have a huge booth. Uh, I hope they do nothing. They'll probably be in Hollywood again. Well, because do you remember last year? It was so boring. There's just like oh, it two was a four-hour-long oh. show. Oh, four hours right, long. I do yeah. remember that. And they talked about they talk, the their biggest thing they talked about was like Apex season two, which was cool, yeah. right? It was cool. It was cool, Come but on, it was, was cool. like I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit through a four-hour press conference to see an update on a game story. I want to see like what's coming up. I had to do that because I was like on call to write news stories. I was there too. I was watching the whole thing, and I was like, "This is yeah." Like, I I hope they either have. I hope they figure something out because if they do the same thing, mm. I'm not watching it. Sims 5, man. They said they're working on another yeah. Sims. Ooh. I mean, if if they were going to do a four-hour one, they're like, you know, we're going to end it with Mass Effect, the new Mass Effect game, or even just the Mass Effect trilogy Rem- yeah. remastered. Yeah. I'd be okay with it, but we all know. 
that's not gonna happen yeah <sighs> keep the dream alive jake i'm i'm trying ubisoft will be there Ubi will be there yeah ubisoft oh, will be there no. and they still won't announce a new splinter cell oh i'm sorry man Keep the dream alive. <laughs> it's too late. It's all gone. But I mean, Jeff's still doing uh, opening night live at Gamescom. He did say that, he yeah. He said that. Uh, Game Awards will still be a thing. I imagine uh, Sony went hard at Paris Games Week a few years ago. They might do the same again for PS5. I don't know. Paris Games Week is a awful show. I do not like Paris Games Week. When do you think we'll see? We'll finally see the their like new console press conferences or whatever like i mean last, I imagine last it'll time be soon it has to be i don't 43. think it, i don't think it'll be this month i think maybe no, no i don't think so 43 though maybe next month so i feel like if it was the pre-orders month, coming I think in. in may you think may yeah mm. april or may like after last of us should we make out? a bet yeah I, I think they'd probably want to wait actually when does last of us come out may 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 okay june i think june's e3 oh shit but they're not going to e3 so i know but like i say march I'm putting my bet on March. I'll say April. I, 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 I don't know May. anything. I don't know anything. Yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, I'm we're just pure guess. Yeah. People, people don't tell us things. Uh, I mean, I guess... You can say a month that we've already said. I, I guess I'll go with April. Yeah. April crew. <laughs> April crew. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we care. Tamora's got a PS5 on his desk. So yeah, it doesn't really matter don't anyway. Matter. Peter's uh, got an Xbox on his desk too. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing that looks like an Xbox. It's not a real Xbox. I have to say that for Stand liability down. reasons. Yeah. No, because I saw it and Tam came up to me holding it, and I was genuinely taken aback by it. I thought we genuinely had the Xbox Series well, well, X. Well, Phil's already got one, and what was? Uh, oh, Big Phil's got Big it. Big Phil, Big Phil's got it in his house. Maybe we, maybe he sent he sent us one of his personal ones. <laughs> I met Big Phil. I was, I just didn't know what to say to him. <laughs> I was like. Don't tell him that in your head, every time you hear Phil, you call him Big Phil. <laughs> Which is like... Don't say it. Don't but like, it. just from a random thing... I told, I told you why I make that association. It's because there's, a, there's an old video where a guy introduces himself and he goes, Hi, my name's Phil. My friends call me Big Phil. But he's like a skinny guy. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Phil Spencer, again... A, like a svelte guy I'm not saying he's big or anything but it's like I just automatically yeah. make that so every time I hear Jeff Keighley I hear pouring one out for my fellow Jeffrey which is a tweet that Jeff Keighley did when Toys R Us went under and he quote tweeted <laughs> he quote tweeted a picture of the giraffe, the giraffe named Jeffrey named Jeffrey and he said pouring one out for my fellow Jeffrey I will Jeffrey. give you so like a, my entire monthly paycheck if at E3 you call him Big Phil on the stage show <laughs> <laughs> If you say I'm here with Big Phil, I'm here with Big Phil. I will just hand you my check. Monthly, not not biweekly. No, no, the whole thing. The whole, the whole thing. thing. Wow, Ooh. put me up there. I'll get up there. I, I know. I'll call him Big Phil. Uh, <laughs> games industry Big Phils. Phil Harrison is the tallest Phil. I don't think That's there's a taller true. Phil. So he's the Big Phil. But it's more like uh, symbolically, yeah. he's the Big Phil. Yeah, he is the big and cheese. We Phil. have Ben Jaka, who is often known. By the name Phil. Yeah, it's true. Because mm -hmm. of his handle, philanthropy. Mm -hmm. All the Phils. Mm. 
And Phil Hornshaw. It's very weird for me as a British person because in the UK there is a TV host called Phil Spencer who hosts a show called Location, 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 spelt exactly the same. So when it's genuinely, when I, when you move, when you're in the UK and you search Phil Spencer, it comes up with that Phil. Then you move here, you search for Phil Spencer, it comes up with Big Phil. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I met Big Phil one time at, at Brazil Game Show and Randy. Why a Brazil Game Show? Because they sent us one year because, or they sent me, it was like me and Ben and Randy there. And we what? interviewed Phil Spencer. Oh, yeah, yeah this is a couple years this? ago. I didn't know this. We Jake interviewed was Phil the, Spencer. The cameraman at large. Yeah, we were supposed to interview Hideo Kojima, but he uh, peaced out last minute. Oh. We like got everything set up. We had the room set up, and he was just like, oh. And then, and what was even better is I looked over, and he was doing a signing like right <gasps> next to our booth, and I was like, oh. It's okay. Oh. We've since interviewed Hideo Kojima. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But anyway, uh, we asked him about Destiny. And he like showed us his destiny stocks. Oh, again, yeah. Phil, big, big Phil? Phil did not not Hideo Kojima. It was like, that doesn't sound like a Hideo Kojima joint. Yeah. Anyway, that's my Big Phil story. Cool. And I think that's all the stories we have down here. <laughs> About yeah. So you want to just move on to questions? We'll just move right on into questions. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's been such a quiet week. I t- tomorrow is at Dice uh, in Vegas, and Tam doesn't drink, smoke, or gamble. So. What a place Vegas must oh, be. He, must he vapes, though. He yeah. does vape. You're not, yeah, you're allowed to vape indoors in yeah. Vegas. Well, um, I mean, nice. two of the big things are the Modern Warfare Season 2 and Pokemon Home, which yeah. we've Talked hit. About, but yeah, Pokemon Home is available. There are two versions, the mobile version and the Switch version. They have like one or two overlapping features, but are pretty distinct, and they interact with each other. So like the mobile version is where all the trading happens. The Switch version is like compatible stuff in Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's the we have a whole FAQ of Pokemon Home like pricing and what the different versions do. Um, I did a thing on how to breed regional forms because you, you have to do a specific thing to get like a lonely Vulpix or whatever. And oh, and we have a story on all of the Pokemon that are now available to be transferred. There were yes. like there were like thirty or so that were data mined and they weren't available. So like Squirtle and Bulbasaur because Charmander is in the game, but the other two starters weren't. Those are now transferable, um, and they're separate from like the Pokemon that are going to be added through the DLC. Mm-hmm. Garfield's the- in it too, right? Are you talking about Incineroar? Yeah, that's what Ben always calls Incineroar. <laughs> I hate Incineroar. <laughs> anyway, do you want to read the first question, Callie? Because Because sure. uh, I'm the only one who has an answer. Apologies, yeah. I do have to go to the bathroom, but please continue without me. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe. Stay safe. Um, get for chugging a beer. Yeah. It's also the furthest possible place. It's so far. So far. Yes. So far. Anyway. Hey, y'all. After watching and really enjoying Birds of Prey, it took me much longer than it should have to realize that Black Canary was played by Jess from season four and five of Friday Night Lights. So it got me thinking, what have been some of your favorite post-Friday Night Lights performances by the cast? Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. I'm going to actually stop there. I love this question because it assumes that everyone in this room knows a lot about Friday Night Lights, which is not the case. I watched a lot of Friday Night Lights, and I just want to say Connie Britton <gasps> in American Horror Story. Yeah. I've never That's seen Friday answer. Night Lights, but I love Connie Britton. All Friday I know about Friday Night Lights is, was it Clear Heart? Full Mind. Full Eyes. Full, uh, can't Lose. Clear yeah, okay. Eyes, Full Hearts, Can't Lose. <laughs> That's the cheesiest uh, shit I've ever heard. But they do it like, Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, oh, okay. Can't Lose. Yeah. It's very American. So anyway, I, my answer is Connie Britton. 
in American Horror Story. She was also in Dear John, mm-hmm. which is a sort of a true crime thing. I didn't watch it, but my mom did. Wait, you talk about Dear Zachary? No, Dear John. Ooh. It's What's a that? dramatization oh. of a con artist guy who marries Connie Britton's character Ooh. and like does shady things. And she was also in a movie that I have not seen either, Bombshell, which is the Fox News ladies fighting against Rupert Murdoch. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. It won best uh, costume design, I think. At, or, or, no, Little Women did. Okay, well, the it won something. Hair and makeup? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Makeup, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, who is it? It's uh, Connie Britton, who play Margot Robbie's in it, but she doesn't play like a real person. She's like a, she's like a new character. And then uh, I think, um, who plays? It's Charlize Theron <gasps> plays uh, Megan Kelly, which and it's, I find very entertaining. And uh, isn't oh man, what's her name? Nicole Kidman's in it. Nicole too, right? Kidman is oh. also in it. But I was looking at Connie Britton's filmography, mm-hmm. and it said Bombshell. I don't know who she plays in Bombshell. Um, I haven't seen Friday Night Lights, but I can say that um, Colonel Ty from Battlestar Galactica is in Sonic the Hedgehog. Hell yeah! So, oh, you know who's in Friday Night Lights? Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, oh, okay. Okay. So that's another one we could just say everything. Can mm. we just say everything after Friday Night yeah. Lights? We like about yeah. yeah. Man, Creed one and two. Those two movies are pretty good. Gen Lock. <laughs> I haven't seen, but I know he was in that. He was Gen Lock. Um, I'm going to continue the question now. Yeah. Hopefully, John Luke comes in time because this one uh, applies to John Luke as well. Second unrelated question. I know that almost some of all slash most slash some of you all, all bases all, covered. have been to Japan and was wondering what your wait, John Luke. This is the listen to this question. I know that all of you have been to Japan and was wondering what your big recommendations for Tokyo are. I'm going with friends for the third time, so any unusual or off the beaten track recommendations would be particularly appreciated. Thanks all and keep up the great work. Stuart from Glasgow. So Uh, I feel like I have nothing to add because if he's going for his third time, then I've Yeah, I was about to say I've I I would say go to second best melon pond and get a melon pond from there fresh and then eat it while you walk well, don't eat it while you walk, but take it to Yoyogi Park. It's like across the street from Yoyogi Park. Mm. Sit down, eat your melon pond. It's really nice. And then you can throw away the trash in the cafe area of Yoyogi Park so you're not carrying it around because there's no trash cans in Japan. I really like second best melon pond. It's the, I think the reason it's called second best is just to be humble. In you wouldn't Japan? call yourself like Ichiban melon pond. I'm trying to look up a place name. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm trying to look up a place name. Uh, list of capitals. So I went to the old capital of Japan of um, the last time I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. Well, like, because t- Edo and Tokyo are the same place. It Man, was three times. I Kamakura. wish I knew what they've done before. The what? I went to Kamakura. Oh. Uh, which is about an hour outside of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And there are loads of beautiful temples and shrines. Mm-hmm. Uh Tam and I went with our friend Ken, and Ken is from Japan, from Tokyo, and he was telling us the differences between like shrines and the differences between temples, and you know, sort of the way that you're supposed to traditionally act, um, like uh, the way that you bow, the way that you wash mm-hmm. your hands, and kind of go in. So that was really cool, beautiful place, incredible food. Wow. Um, so Kamakura is a very nice place to visit. Ghibli nice. Museum, if you haven't been. You gotta get tickets 
for that you like ahead of time. You have to book that two and months in advance. The problem is you often have to get for the the Ghibli Museum. You have to get like um, somebody in Japan to reserve your ticket for you because they aren't they don't take kindly to like foreigners reserving. So when I went the first time, I went in 2016. The website was fine, mm-hmm. uh, but I tried to book again because Tam hadn't been. We were going on that work trip, mm. and I looked and the website was completely different and the website was basically, no, you cannot buy tickets. Uh, even though this was about yeah. a month out, it was- It's a ha- more recent thing. Yeah. They haven't been selling tickets outside of Japan. Um, um, so that's a shame. But if you can, definitely go. It's in Mitakra. It's beautiful. You check out the uh, the new Nintendo store that uh, opened recently. Oh God, that we well, didn't- it, It's better. Did, we didn't manage to get it's better into. now. We went- Opening weekend. And yeah, the will, second day. I will pay someone to give me that Animal Crossing <sighs> cooking pot. I have, well, I have Tam seen... and I tried to go again. I you did? Three days later, and the queue was still I can't bad. believe you. I would have just given up. A friend of mine is there right now, and she was posting on her Insta story, just waltzing into the new Nintendo Yeah, store. no, I've like, seen Ugh. videos of people just walk in, and I was like, you, man. Yeah. We went all the way up. Oh, God. Yeah. We're like, I guess this is the line, and it turned out it was the line to leave, because we didn't end yeah, up Yeah, they, they sent us down into the basement where the parking garage was and we could have we could have gotten in the shorter capcom line yeah we, and we oh, should have no. just committed we to that we did go the capcom store was that's good mm. oh was it not good no oh, <laughs> it was expensive well i mean i mean it's all expensive but like some of the stuff just wasn't great uh stuff too i would say is not worth it it was fun when we went to the um the hyatt regency the bar from lost in translation mm. oh yeah that was yeah. x Expensive as shit, like way too expensive, and they we left it really early, like yeah. and they were basically closing up shop at about ten p.m. However, they had the fanciest toilet of all oh, the Japanese yeah. toilets. Wow, yeah. it's got to be really fancy then. It was super fancy. Like it was so fan. Like th- there wasn't like paper towels. There was like hand towels yeah. that you would drop into like a, mm. a hole. It was. Like, uh, but every drink was twenty dollars. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. we all had one. Yeah, I think I had like one beer and it was like yeah. well, I, I would just be like, what is the highest like percentage yeah. that you can give me? Um, I would say if you like matcha desserts mm. in Asakusa, um, if you go to Sensoji Temple, um, which is, a, I think, a pretty popular destination that's not off the beaten track. It's the Red Temple in um, kind of like an older district of Tokyo, but there is a matcha cafe. Oops, I hit my mic. There's a matcha cafe there that has like fresh matcha mochi and matcha desserts. Mm. Um, I'm not like the biggest matcha dessert fan. I I think I need it a little bit sweeter than that. I love mochi, mm. but matcha can get a little yeah. earthy for yeah. me. But mm. um, it's like fresh, fresh, fresh mochi. Um, and there's like a cute, there's cute little cafes like traditional, you're sitting on a tatami mat uh, in front of a table. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in Asakusa, which is an older district. But beware, the, the toilets are the hole in the, the ground kind of yeah. toilets around there. So, um, A place that I really like, um, which is not really a touristy thing, but there is a spa in um, Shinjuku called Thermeiyu. And it's about... Twenty dollars for a day pass. It's wow. a tw- it's one of those twenty four hour places, yeah, yeah. and they have def- different levels. So in the basement, there's a bar and just basically reclining chairs, a little TV in, mm-hmm. so you can just sort of sit and relax. Uh, and then on one floor is an onsen. So there's a male and a female one. 
there's a massage room, there's hot stones, there's treatment things. So if you're just looking to relax in the middle of Tokyo and you want to go somewhere cheap that's full of locals, it is a naked onsen. I will say that. So if you have tattoos, they are easing up on that. There is a sign that says, you know, if you have fashion tattoos, just tell us, some, if, especially if you're a foreigner, and we'll cover yep. them up. Cover them, yeah. Um, but if you are covered, I don't think that would fly. Uh, but it's really nice and super cheap. And also the restaurant in the basement is really nice. Heck yeah. Is that the one you went to that was near uh, yeah, that hotel? Yeah, like a five minute walk from our hotel. Yeah, I, I should have done that. It, it was, sounded real nice. I got a 90 minute massage and it was so good that I passed out for a little while. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's wanna, Japan. Do you want to take the next question, Lucy? So sure. I will say before you read, uh, this one was quite long, so I had to cut it down okay. a bit. Uh, one thing that I did have to cut down is Chase, who wrote in, was saying that we, we we were a little too harsh on The Dark Knight Rises last week. He says, even though you know it may not be the best of those movies, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's still very good. It's got its problems. It's still really good. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that comes across because I had to cut a lot of that. <laughs> I was bored of it. Molded by it. Crashing this plane. <laughs> <laughs> the fire rises. Have you seen the Oral Notes video of who ordered pizza? <laughs> Have you seen the, so the video where it's, it's the, the football scene, but it's like a gender reveal? Uh, no. <laughs> it's oh just like they, they change the smoke to be like pink or something. <laughs> I think the one thing I will say is uh, what's her face? The She's like French or something. Her death scene in that movie is terrible. She dies, like, she is bad at dying. Uh, I Talia? don't remember that the, movie. She's, like, in a car. Talia and she, like, kind of fall. Yes. I've only seen that movie Where's one time. Where's the trigger? Dude, her, she, she's just kind of like, like, it's, like, not good. Anyway. I don't Sorry, remember Chase. anything about The Dark Knight Rise. I saw it one time. Yeah, I've seen it once. Dark remember, Knight, though, I barely like, remember it. top tier Still cinema. slaps. Yeah. Watched it for yeah. the 10th anniversary um, a couple years ago. Anyway. As someone who has attempted to play both The Witch 3 and Dragon Age Inquisition on at least five occasions and just failed to really get more than five to six hours in, I was inspired by Lucy, who mentioned she recently went and played The Witcher 3 to completion to go back and replay The Witcher 3. While playing, I have noticed this connection between some of these RPGs in that a lot of times your dialogue options do not match what the character actually ends up saying, which can lead to some very frustrating, albeit some most times funny, moments. So my question is, have you guys ever experienced this? And do you have any examples of times in games where the dialogue options did not match what the character ended up saying at all? Can RPG makers just add an annoyed, in parentheses, at the end of the choice so you know the tone? Uh, thank you from Chase. I will say, I remember a lot of people complained about this with Mass Effect, uh, the, the Mass Effect games, because they, they weren't specific enough to what yeah. Shepard would actually say. The wheel. I, that didn't bother me. I didn't really notice yeah. that. Until I played Mass Effect Andromeda, because I'd pick things and my uh, character would say something completely different. I'd be like, what the Well, f because Andromeda, at least with Mass Effect, th uh, the, the trilogy, it's like Paragon, like Renegade, and then the middle one's kind of like the neutral option. Like, Andromeda went for that weird, like, sassy versus professional, and it just created this weird, like... You're not. <laughs> Can I help you? Sorry. You said renegade and I, I thought about TikTok. I'm <laughs> uh, it created this weird thing where you're like, I don't yeah, know it what was that like, means. Which part of the brain is this part of? And it's yeah. like, are you thinking so, logically here? Or are you thinking? So then like, like uh, Dragon Age 2, and I think Inquisition did as well, where they, they actually have like little symbols. 
It's oh, like it's yeah, like the wheel, do. but they actually have symbols like that tell you. So it'll say it'll yeah. have like a symbol that means sarcastic, and mm -hmm. I was like, that's really smart. More games should do that. Um, I remember like. I think Fallout 3 was like a really bad, or not Fallout 3, Fallout, Fallout 4, 4 was Fallout a really bad example bad, yeah. where I was like, I hate this dialogue system. Like everything I'm trying to say does not come across the way I want it to. Yeah. I'll uh, say Disco Elysium does this, but in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Like Disco Elysium, I would like, like if you choose like the, the like moderate options, it almost always goes badly for you because they're like, you stupid weasel. Like, why? Yeah, you get an yeah. achievement for being centrist. <laughs> you literally get, like, an achievement that makes fun of you for being a centrist yeah. in that game. So I think. I didn't get that. Did you get that? Yeah. I definitely got that. Oh, okay. I was hoping I, no one else would get it, and then I'd end on you be like, oh, did you get it, Callie? But I guess other people got it. I also got uh, the achievement for apologizing too much. <laughs> hey, sorry, cop. Uh, I just Googled something there to make sure that I wasn't misremembering it, but there was a bit in L.A. Noir where uh, you're interrogating someone oh, and you yes. hit doubt and cole phelps yells can i use the f word you fuck young boys valdez <laughs> but like whoa <laughs> so it's, it's it's a doubt option and then cole phelps just screams that at him and it's you'd think with doubt you'd go Oh, you yeah, know, you I don't think, think that. More. But no, he immediately just screams that in his face. I it's, forgot about that because I think L.A. Noir is actually a very good example of this because yeah. when they took it out the, of the um, Switch version, apparently. That, that, that feels like an error. Just like yeah. they accidentally well, mixed up some lines. Not just that, though. Like that, that that's an extreme example. But like I remember in general, I'd be like, all right, we're going to we got to We got to take this carefully. And I'd hit like something that seems subtle and be like, you killed him right there. <laughs> I have proof. And it's just like, what? No, I don't have proof. Why are you saying this, Cole? Like, simmer down, Let's please. Chill out. Yeah. Incidentally, he's becoming one of my favorite characters in Mad Men. Oh yeah, I oh, forgot. Right. He's like, so good. Men. I forgot that like half the cast of Mad Men is in yeah. uh, L.A. Noir. He's that a tracks. dickhead, but and a also secret... Garrus. Garrus is also in it. Garrus Vicarian's in it. Um, yes. uh, he's a he's a he's a dickhead, but he's a secret poet, <laughs> secret tortured artist. It's incredible. Love Mad that. Men is a good show. I gotta watch that one of these days. Yeah, it's all on Netflix. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was mine, Eleanor. Yeah, pretty much any game where like they don't give you the full like yeah. what you're actually gonna say. It's that abbreviated version. Like yeah. I love Mass Effect, but it started that trend and is. Oh, see, mm, I like it because I will read it and then I have to hear it again, and I'm like. I just read that. Mm. That's fair. I mean, so, like, like, I know why they do that. It also keeps the flow of things quicker. Um, yeah, I don't mind it. Like in The Witcher Three, I didn't mind it at all, honestly. Like, because yeah, you're right. Like the full the full sentence stuff is usually from RPGs where your character doesn't talk. So, like, it, if it's voiced, I think that would be too much because you'd read it and then you'd have to hear it. Yeah, and then you would have to interrupt the spoken with like another full sentence. So you won't even listen to them deliver the line because you're reading the next line. Right. Yeah. So I think there's. There's, I mean, they, it's fair. They just need to add that Dragon Age thing of like, g give me an idea Some of what sort the of tone, indication. Yeah, yeah, the what's tone, the tone is. It's like Sim style, little like hearts to uh, be like, I'm trying to mm -hmm. sex you. Want to do woohoo? Want to do a woohoo? Anyway, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Valentine's. I choo choo choose you. <laughs>
Hello, everyone. What's a game y'all really enjoy that got negative or middling response for most people? One that stands out for me is Paper Mario Sticker Star. I'm pretty sure I'm alone on loving that game. Also, Callie, please, 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 please do more Pokemon Day Night Combat with Jan Ochoa. I don't have any interest in playing Pokemon competitively, but I loved watching you two talk about it. Keep up the good work. Race, it's my name, in Seattle. So, I have a friend back home named Race, spelled the same way and everything, so I was surprised. I didn't know. I, I... Never seen another person named Race. We also Thank you, had Race. we also had you on uh, Community Fridays mm-hmm. last week where we played Pokemon as well. I yeah, love very informative. A, a Game Spot show, not a giant bomb show. Mm-hmm. So you should watch that instead. Or both. Or both. It's fine. I really liked being on Monday Night Combat. It's fun. Pokemon Monday Night Combat. Anyway, I this question. I'm always the reverse. I am all. I always. I'm. I'm. My, I get into trouble when I dislike a game that everybody else likes. Mm. So, uh, I mean, off the top of my head, I really liked Rage 2. I know a lot of people didn't like that game, thought it was okay, but I thought that game was great. Uh, I didn't play it. it. Was, Michael like, Hyam liked that game and he reviewed it for GameSpot. I liked it, I liked it. I think I liked it quite a bit more than him, though, I would say. I liked it, but uh, I didn't feel compelled to finish it. I fin I I finished it just because it was so short. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I was also. I kind think of if, if that game was any longer, I would have not finished it, and I probably would have stepped away from it being pretty negative. But I just thought it was like a really fun ten to twelve hour shooter with like not a giant open world, but big enough where I could get lost in and a nice reasonable checklist of things to do. And the combat was great. It was just mm-hmm. id combat. I just want to give a shout out to Chloe Rad, who is an editor with us, because Chloe would definitely say Rain World. That's Chloe's like oh, favorite wow. game that like a bunch of people did not like. I've I know a lot of people. I've never heard anyone talk negatively about. We gave it a really we low, gave it a low score. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people. Mary like that game. Kish really likes that game too, yeah. I believe. So I just want to give a shout. out. I haven't played Rain World, but I want to give a shout out to Rain World. Mm. I would say I really liked. Um, this is a weird one because Animal Crossing fans will. Animal Crossing fans go hard. I really liked Happy Home Designer. I reviewed that game at IGN. I gave it an eight, uh, which is probably a little high if I'm being honest with myself. But I really enjoyed Happy Home Designer. I liked designing the homes. I have a passion for that sort of thing. Mm. And um, I think a lot of people were more middling on that game. Mm. The the Wii U Animal Crossing game, though, Mm -hmm. the Wii U uh, board game one, Oh, God. So I'm I'm reasonable in that sense. Um, sorry to cut in. We gave Rain World a five out of ten. However, ninety seven percent like like it 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 seems most people reviewed it pretty high. So it's just our review. Maybe they don't lie. Oh, oh, okay. I think IGN also didn't like it very much. Maybe IGN too, but um, may, maybe they've updated and patched yeah. it a ton since then. And I, I mm-hmm. haven't played it. Don't know a lot about it, but I will say in the uh, games industry Twitter verse. <laughs> It would seem that GameSpot is sort of alone in in loving Red Dead Two as much as we did. I feel like GameSpot and we then really Death loved Stranding Red Dead too, and Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. I God, I love Death Stranding, and then like, well, Death Stranding was actually more dispersed. Red Dead, I feel like after Red Dead came out, more and more people were like, actually, that game's kind of trash. And then uh, I, it tortured me for a long time. I, I'm sorry, Raze, this is a good question, but it makes me sad. <laughs> no. What could a negative response yeah. that I liked? Red Dead Redemption 2 is fantastic. <sighs> if I had the time, if I have, if I had Bernard's watch, I would stop it and just play Red Dead. 
I need to go back and play it. I never mm-hmm. finished it. I want to play it again on PC. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with my second playthrough. I should finish it because every time I start thinking about some of those scenes, I won't spoil anything, but like, just. I've not been hits. spoiled on it. It hits hard. Oh, wow. I'm, I feel like I need to take advantage of that. And like, especially with the news that, uh, was it Dan Hauser? Mm-hmm. Dan Hauser left. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. I want to see that game through a second time just yeah. because. This is his last game, I guess. Have yeah. to pay respect. Yeah. Dan Hauser. Yeah. Uh, Bioshock 2. I love Bioshock 2. That's a good one because so many people came around on Bioshock yeah. 2. Minerva's Den, man. Mm-hmm. What a yeah, great Minerva's piece of Den. DLC. Mine is Dragon Age 2. As a oh. game that a lot of people hate. I like the companions a lot. I love the companions. Like, I, there's a lot of stuff I can't. Th- there is a lot of... Game. I think all the criticisms towards that game are like completely valid. Like mm-hmm. I can't necessarily disagree with anybody, but like I really like the companions. I like what they tried to do with the story where it is mm-hmm. just... Like it's more about like the life of this character and it's not this like... Like it's a very un traditional bioware story mm-hmm. where it, it doesn't have that like like what i didn't like about inquisition was that it kind of went back to that bioware formula of like you're the chosen one yeah. and like this and that and like i kind of like that like dragon age is about like you are a refugee who has to like kind of like uh you do odd jobs people yeah do odd jobs and, and and sort of like become like this more important person and it felt more like rewarding um mm. but I, I distinctly remember like I think it was on, like when I was on the Giant Bomb forums back in the day. There was a thread of like, "Tell us your your games that uh you know that your your unpopular gaming opinions. Uh, no judgment here." And I was like, "I like Dragon Age 2. And then someone immediately responded with like, "Go fuck yourself." Wow. And I was like, "I thought this was a judgment free zone." <laughs> I I will say I love it when especially fantasy games don't put you in the shoes of the savior or the person who's going to save the universe like one of the reasons why i like the witcher 3 so much one of the many reasons is that you're not actually playing the savior one of the reasons why i think oblivion is better than skyrim is that you're not playing like this super powered chosen one you're just the guy trying to like he's like helping the chosen one the chosen one do (laughs) what he needs to do uh and i really hope especially like Elder Scrolls Six. i hope i hope they go back to that but just in general i hope fantasy and even sci-fi games kind of Think about that for a second and maybe maybe you don't need to be the hero of the story to tell such an interesting story. Even, uh, even Morrowind, I remember like yeah, Morrowind's the whole one. thing is like like you're supposedly the chosen one, but like the actual the game actually gets into like people being like, No, that it's based on like an old prophecy and people are like, That's actually bullshit and like it doesn't matter. So like it kind of actually like messes mm-hmm. with that idea. Mm-hmm. I also really like Dragon Age two because it so it ha- it had the the Mass Effect three dialogue wheel and had like Super nice Boy Scout, like super dickish, but for their neutral option, they went like just sarcastic asshole, and that's how I played it. And so, like the whole game, you're just delivering like Arnold Schwarzenegger style like one liners the whole time, and it's really fucked up. Like there's a couple times where like some really like messed up things happen, or like some major characters happen, and you just like click the sarcastic option, and you're like, I mm, I shouldn't do this. I'm gonna do it, and then you just say something like really flipping and messed up and everyone's like what is wrong, wrong with, with you, you? and i've never seen a game quite let me be that kind of person so i really appreciate dragon age 2 for letting me do that hey evan do you have a game that uh you like that everyone doesn't seem to like or hates uh i've honestly been thinking about it the entire time i can't think of one right now i'm so disappointed in myself oh, it's got perfect tastes yeah. i 
forgot the three of us really liked Prey. Oh, oh! I it's wish okay. Tamora Tam's was not here. here right now. I wish Tam was here because Tam gave I have a, one of the best games of what 2017. Yeah, yeah. We uh, there were a bunch of us that were like Mike Mahardy too. We were like we really, really like Prey, and Tam was like, "Here's all the reasons it's kind of shit," and we were like. Uh, where does Tam sit normally? Because I have a like a really nice prey poster under my desk that I've been waiting to put in the office. So I thought you were going to say, like, "Where does Tam sit?" Because I've got a real nice fart brewing <laughs> uh, when he gets back. No, I, I just I just want to have like a prey poster just strategically positioned uh, wherever Tam sits on the podcast. Well, he sits he sits there, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. Maybe so if I put it right, there, right behind him, I just want it just right there just in the shot he's yeah. going to be in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you look forward to that. I, I mean, will I say if one. I rend the bugs. Oh. oh, I got one. Oh, let's hear it. Sonic Adventure one and two. I think they have aged pretty well, and I enjoy them. Can, uh, okay. Okay. Can, so, Jake, can you repeat that for the in case people can hear? No, they should be able to. It's it's hooked up, right? Yeah. Oh, they should no. be able to hear. The voice of God. Yeah. The voice Sonic of God Adventure. is Sonic That's Adventure cool. two. Mm-hmm. I, I respect that. I I, I respect liked, it. I just mm-hmm. wasn't expecting it. I played the hell out of Sonic Adventure two battle on GameCube Are because this- of the Chow Garden. I was going to say, is the Chow Garden, that's exactly, like, I literally was going to, my next question was going to be, like, is that the one with the Chow Garden? Because I respect that. I never played one, though. But one, isn't one the one where Sonic makes out with a real person? No, that's, that's, that's 06. That's the, that's the bad one. Okay. I like that you said real person and not human. Real well, person. you know. Was... Like, if we want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, to bring it back, back to Prey, though, I will say if I ran into some of the bugs Tamora did, I probably wouldn't like it as no, much as I did. Yeah. Or like some of the bugs yeah. people ran into, I just didn't see it all. Like I played through that whole game fine. And I I, I, also, I played on PS4 too, but PC was even better. Like I replayed on PC and PC was yeah. really good. See? Like if you were turned off by Prey initially, uh, maybe just because of how it felt, just because of the bugs, I highly recommend going back to it. Tomorrow. Uh, especially if you can on PC <laughs> I because it, on it is brilliant. On Xbox, the loading times are pretty bad. But my philosophy, like I do this with most reviews, is like I it depends on the bug. And if they're like pretty severe, uh, that can totally affect a score. Typically, I don't because I'm like, well, bug could be patched out, but you can't like totally undo bad game design decisions without like that warranting Mm -hmm. a new review. Kind of like that's. Like the DNA of the game is is what it yeah. is. That, that I, game's not perfect. It it yeah. it's ending. I was it, say, it outstays yeah. its welcome. The I think, ending the last couple is, of hours is rough, and and especially on console because you're just traveling across the station, yeah, just hitting loading screen after loading yeah, screen after loading. Story screen. wise, it hits its beats, but gameplay wise, it does outstay mm-hmm. its welcome. I will not deny that. I have friends who liked Danganronpa one but hate Danganronpa two, like hate it. Wow. Well, oh wow. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then one time Jen, my roommate, was like, "Callie, you know Danganronpa is not a good game. Like, like it's like a good story, wow. but you know it's not a good good. Like, you know that." And I was like, um, "Danganronpa is an excellent game. Like, how dare you say that to me?" <laughs> it's like people like when people are, when I'm like, "I love Deadly Premonition. It's like one of my favorite games." Everyone's like, "Okay, but like, it's like no, I'm that's like ironic, right?" And I'm serious. like, "No, I love it. Like, no irony detected. This is the shit that I like." I own it three times and I've played it. I think I've played Deadly Premonition like five times. Damn. You know what's a game that like a lot of people really got into? The Kim Kardashian mobile game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that was Did trending they? for a while for us, big. right? Oh, yeah. I, I never played it. I never, I never played it. I knew I someone who had spent hundreds of pounds on uh, Simpsons Tapped Out, though. Really? Yeah. I was really into Hidden Run. 
Hit and Run was great. Okay. Weren't there rumors that there was going to be a remaster yeah. for Hit and Run? I would love that. That would be so good. Oh, but I'm in a lot of Simpsons shit posting groups, and that's the the meme of the month right now is uh, Hit and Run remaster. Oh, okay, wasn't it like specifically there was like some live stream where they were like, oh, they're going to announce like a remaster, and then it was like a like a mobile thing or something. It was like they announced yes, something I that was something like, it, tapped out. it was like super depressed, and everyone's God. like, oh, okay, well, maybe next time. Yeah, I mean. I guess another game, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Hey, that's is a game yes, that's I really liked. I don't know if that reviewed well because uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have internet at that time. <clears throat> but that game was great, and I'm very excited for the remaster. And then they I can learn that it's probably not as good when, as I remember. But when I was on PS, I love you XOXO, when we were doing the fantasy draft, I almost picked SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom remaster because that game owns and barrett was like in the back being like somebody buy it and i was like i might actually do it uh and then i chickened out i might go back and buy it though because i mean the point of the fantasy draft was like picking games that we thought would review well right um so i was like i mean i'll have fun was but, so that game was published by thq was simpsons hit and run also published by thq probably not uh, but it seems like a game that thq would have published it does. they does. did a lot of those like let me let me are you gonna google ea yeah. so ea did the movie game the actually simpsons can you do movie. it EA did the movie game which was not good yet. i actually like the movie game it's not no you're right it's, it's not, not good. as good as it's because i played hit and run before and i was like this game is great and then i played the movie game so i, I never like, played hit and run i just played the movie game it was radical and published by vivendi Mm. Vivendi, okay. okay. Well, that's we'll probably never get. A I never played Bikini Bottom because I didn't own a console as a kid. So Road Rage was my preferred, actually. Simpsons I game. really liked Road Rage. Road too. Rage was good too. That was radical as well. I did play the SpongeBob. That was that was uh, EA and THQ movie game, which on PC was like a point and click adventure. That was pretty fun. Ooh. Oh dang, that'd be kind of a SpongeBob point and click adventure. Yeah, I'd be up for that. It was like the PC we one was like that. its own thing, and it was like a point and click adventure mm. game, and I was pre- I was pretty into it. Anyway, that's been episode 28 of GameSpot After Dark. My name is Jake Decker. You can find me at Jacob Deck. Lucy, where can people find you? I'm at Lucy James Games. Callie? On everything. I'm at Inky Dojiko. I-N-K-Y-D-O-J-I-K-K-O. Jean-Luc? Don't do it. Do not do this to me again. Please, I have misophonia. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Uh, Jean-Luc Saipke? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, don't do it. Seriously, I can't listen to people make eating noises. And I sit in the Bermuda Triangle of people who eat loud unintentionally. And I can't, I feel like I can't ask them. I, I, because you, you can't, you can't say, hey, I need you to stop eating right now. But gotta get those boys, three, boys Bose noise canceling headphones. Boys. Those boys. <laughs> 3 p.m. every day. I do uh, try and be very conscious of... Like I, 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 I'm always worried that I'm eating too loud. I'm like, I, I don't want no, to disturb I had an people. Overstimulation day to day too, where I was just like, I heard food from one noise and like from one. Sorry, but before before we get off, one thing I do want to talk about before before, geez, we, <laughs> before we get off topic, one thing I do want to talk about day. is uh, is uh, the, the Discord. A lot of people are still writing in about Discord. Any yes. updates on the Discord? I just want to um, make sure we get that. I need to send an email to Randy about it. Randy's been very busy the last couple of weeks, so I didn't want to bother him yes. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to do that. I'm going to make it happen. I guarantee it's it. It's part of being in a big corporation that, like, yeah, you just have to jump through a million different hoops. Yeah, you just send out a thing, and you're like, all right, I'll hopefully hear back about that. I've gotten, I've gotten quite a few messages and emails being like, hey, I'm... 
Yeah. I'm, maybe I'm ready jump the shark to be on, on the Discord. I feel, I feel bad because it's, it's no one's fault, but at the time it was like, oh no, it'll, it'll probably happen. And then when I kind of came back, like, so we're ready, right? And he's like, oh, we need to do a couple more things. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I feel bad now that I kind of put that out there. But it's uh, all good. So anyway, is everyone going to have a nice Valentine's Day? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to get these contacts out of my eyes. Eyes are dry. Valentine's Day. (laughs) It's my Valentine's plus. Going to get pizza and play Blood Moon. Nice. Yeah. I don't have any. I mean... I say that's that's the plan. I'm making that the plan. We'll see you next week. Bye.